Hi, I'm Raylene Taskowski, and I've talked to over 10,000 women about sex over the past decade. Welcome to the Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast. Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like... How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And... How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also... Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree. It's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. (laughs) You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Stand-Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guests. And today's guest is Caitlin Tin. And she is passionate about sexual health education and has been listening to the Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast. And she posted on the Facebook group that I talk about at the end of every show. And she said, let's talk about Facebook after dark. And I said, I don't know anything about Facebook after dark. So I flipped the script on her and invited her on the show. And so we're going to talk about Facebook after dark. Hello, Caitlin. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I bet you had no idea that was going to happen when you randomly posted. (laughs) Uh, I definitely did not expect it. That was for sure. And I was like, are you really sure you want to have some like not professional person at all talking on your podcast? But and here I am. (laughs) Most people have not been professional anythings. It's just, hey, let's just do this. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm curious because I don't know any I didn't know Facebook after dark was a thing. So Yeah, so I actually found out about it just um, a couple of months ago. Uh, So it started with, uh, I have an eight-month-old, and his, um, I'm in a due date group. So it's a bunch of moms on Facebook that all had their babies in April of 2020. And one of the moms was like, hey, I created this, like, extra group outside uh, for us and it's an after dark group. So if you like really want to talk about, uh, sex relationships, uh, kinks, uh, all of this different stuff, that's not, you know, socially, uh, socially acceptable in some places, like come join this group. Uh, and I was like, sweet. Like I love talking about sex. Uh, so let's join it and see what it's all about. And Holy crap. Moms are freaks. That was (laughs) like, my first thought was like, oh my gosh, like, I thought you guys were all these, like, nice moms that just, like, sat at home with your children and did all this, but no, you all are, like, getting freaky in the bedroom a lot. Um, and <laughs> in so other places. This, oh, yeah, like, everywhere. And so I was like, okay. And so then I started, like, diving into the world of After Dark, and there is millions of After Dark groups. Um, and one of the biggest ones that I'm a part of, I joined is, um, it's called Nugget After Dark. Um, and nuggets are this piece of furniture that are very sought after. They're always sold out. Um, there's giant lotteries to get these uh, foam pieces that you can build for different things for your kids. Anyways, they created this After Dark group and it's like 11,000 people that just talk about sex and relationships all the time. And nothing about nuggets, uh, or are they talking about using the nuggets for sex? It, it actually, it actually started out as this is how we use our nugget for sex when it's not being used by our children, and now it has expanded into a, a plethora of things. Um, so yeah, so now I'm a part of like four or five different after dark groups, and I actually, uh, I also have a three year old. In her mom group, I decided to start an offshoot. So we just started an after dark group with that. And so now it's fun kind of being the admin side of it because seeing and creating this group from nothing is really awesome. That is so crazy. And like, I just did like a really quick, like, search on Facebook for just the words after dark. And I am just really surprised. <laughs> By everything that's out there. I never, man, I am just so vanilla. (laughs) So, so yeah. So I was actually talking to uh, my husband about this and I was like, Hey, like, so I found this thing and 
uh, he's like, oh yeah, that's been a thing forever. And I was like, what do you mean? Apparently there's like After Dark for Twitter. Uh, there's After Dark for um, Instagram. There's all of these different After Dark groups and it's just for all the stuff that like people don't necessarily want to talk about in front of their mom. That's so weird. So we, um, locally, we used to have uh, this dance studio and they used to do Mystic After Dark. And it was like a BYOB and then it was ballet and dance, but more adult. Like it wasn't naughty at all, but it, it was more sexy. You know, like if mm -hmm. you can imagine sexy ballet and sexy storytelling and stuff like that. And it was, that was really fun, but that's the most after dark thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I 100% was like, uh, I don't know what this is, but you know what? I'm going to try it. And um, my husband and I were, you know, just coming up after having a baby and not being super vanilla. Like that was just, and I was like, man. I just want to get my freak on. Like that is, that was my mindset <laughs> going into this. Um, and it's just uh, an amazing place for learning even. Um, and so I have shared many things. Uh, I've talked about this podcast before and how like I've, uh, I learned about glass toys mm. uh, and glass I just toys. purchased one. And you will forever be a savior in my marriage because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, this is when I wish I had affiliate links. <laughs> right? Like, you're like, hey, please go to this link so that you can purchase this toy by Raylene Tauskowski. Um <laughs> I think you must be the reason yeah. all of my um, numbers spiked. All of a sudden, one day I was getting like a thousand, you know, a week instead of 200 a week. And I'm like, where did all this traffic come from? Um, it literally was probably me sharing in my mom's group being like, guys, listen. Um, and it really started with your first episode about how to talk to your kids about sex. Because yeah. uh, like you said in the beginning, like I, I am a teacher and I am the teacher that if a kid has a problem, like they come to me and I'm like, hey, let's, let's talk about this. Let's, uh, are you being safe? Uh, you know, I've had, I've had girls come to me and like, you know, Miss Tin, I, I missed my period. I don't know what to do. And I was like, okay, well, first question is, are you sexually active? And they're like, well, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, have you taken a pregnancy test? Um, and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, how, how do you guys not know this? Like sex equals potential STDs, potential pregnancy. It should always equal pleasure, but most of the time it doesn't for you guys because you have no idea what the hell you're doing. Right. Wow. Yeah, that makes um, sense. You are the person. You are the one. Because all of a sudden, that spiked, that first episode spiked. It has probably 78% uh, of my listeners listen to that episode. And then the rest yeah, of them just... it, that. Yeah, it was that one. And I was just was like, uh, I was a big proponent of like, guys, just go listen to this. Because it was a, it was such a great episode because it was so casual and like, this doesn't have to be a scary subject to approach. It doesn't have to be taboo. Like just talk to your kids and know it doesn't make them want to have sex more, more than likely it's going to make them not want to have sex. Yeah. My 21 year old didn't have sex until she went to college. And I asked her about it and I'm like, this is like, I remember when I finally told my husband, I said, I don't think she's a virgin anymore. And he goes, God, I hope not. Like, it'd be weird. She's <laughs> like in college. And I was talking to her about it. I said, why? I mean, why did you wait so long? And she's like, it just, it didn't seem like anything I had to do. Like it was just, you, and she said it was with like everything. She said, I didn't need to do drugs. I didn't need to drink. I didn't need to have sex because you're always like, yeah, cool. Just let me know if you need anything. So what was the point of rebelling? There was nothing to rebel against. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool. Exactly. Like, and so I, and you know, I, I work in high school, I'm a high school teacher. And so I work with that age group of kids where it's like, oh, everyone's having sex. And I'm like, no, you're not. No. If you're, if you're saying you had sex more than likely you're lying because you think everybody else is, but the truth is actually no one is right i remember yeah. when i lost my virginity 
and I thought I was the only virgin left. And then after I had sex, I was like the only one who had had sex. And I was like, whoa, what are you people been talking about? So I did it to yeah, be exactly. cool. And uh, then I was the only one. So I wasn't too impressed with any of that. Where did you hear about this podcast? Um, so this podcast came from, I uh, had a coworker who uh, had me listen to one episode of a podcast and it had nothing to do with this. It had, it was a Freakonomics, which is a super popular podcast. And so listening to that, I was like, oh man, I should, I should find a podcast that I can listen to, you know, all the time. Um, because I was sick of listening to the radio. Uh, it takes me about 25 minutes to get to work in the morning and then to get home. And so I was like, I need something. Um, and so I was like thinking about things that I was passionate about. And I was like, oh man, you know, I had just discovered all these after dark groups. And I was like, okay, I want something that is about sex. And so I started looking and, you know, there's like a few things, but then I was like, man, you know what? I listened to a couple here and there and I was like, wow, these are just like not what I'm looking for. I need something that's funny. And so I searched stand-up comedy and sex in the same string and this one popped up. So it was like total accident that I found it, but it was like, I read the title and I was like, oh, stand-up comedy, sex ed. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And it was like, first episode I was hooked and so I literally have been listening to it like every day for the past I don't even know how long well you're gonna run out pretty soon because there's only like 33 episodes I know I think I think the one I just finished was the one um I just finished the one where you talked to the RA uh I think is her name I love her yeah so I just finished that one I, oh my gosh I could listen to that episode over and over again because like everything she was saying about uh, sex ed in uh, college I was like man um, I was like wow that's awesome I wish that existed um, and I was very fortunate that I went to a, a liberal school uh, in northern Washington and they my freshman year in the dorms they had one event and it was called cookies and condoms and nice. it was by far my favorite event of college in general. Um, I ended up getting involved with it like later on in college when I didn't live in the dorms. But uh, basically it was like, hey, come to the lounge, get some free cookies, get some free condoms and learn about sex, sexual health. And I was like, sweet. And so you go and it was literally a table filled with cookies and filled with condoms. And they talked about um, the clinic on campus and, you know, like if you're having sex that you should be getting tested for STDs, uh, where to go if you have uh, questions about sex and different resources on campus. And so I was fortunate that I had that. You know, the sad part about it is, is though there was maybe 20 people there. Yeah. So it was not like widely accessed. That's a shame. I don't know. I, I really, I want to get into colleges and I want to talk and I want to make it fun and comfortable. And that's why I throw the stand-up comedy in because kids have got to know uh -oh. about sex, that the colleges would take sex more seriously because mm -hmm. kid, I mean, I wish the high schools would take sex more seriously. Yes. 100%. I, I mean, I'm wishing, I wish eighth grade would take sex more seriously because like we all know, I know because the kids told me that there was already a girl giving blowjobs in seventh grade. So. Oh, 100%. I was just talking to, uh, in one of the after dark groups, we were talking about uh, numbers. So numbers of people. Body count. That you put with. Yeah, your body count. Um, <laughs> and she was, she was saying that, you know, hers was really high. And she started when she was 12 and she like made this, of course, put the like throwing up emoji. Cause she was like, that's disgusting. Um, and I was like, it's crazy to think, but like, there's so much of that happening. Right. And like the rate of it's, 
the rate of teen pregnancies growing up, but also the rate of preteen pregnancy. Because they just, I was like talking about adding to statistics, like you're expanding the age range when you're talking about teen pregnancy now. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly for a little bit, 16 and pregnant kind of glorified it. And I know that was not their point, uh, but for a young teenage girl who is looking for attention the sex is one way to get attention and then the having a baby is another way to get attention yeah. and there it, you can't it just that just is what it is and, well, I'm, and i th- i'm with that other girl like i started at 13 and you know my my body count before i got married was ridiculously high and i thank god i've been married for 25 years cuz i can't imagine how bad it would have gotten <laughs> yeah found no. my husband the, the 16 and pregnant thing, like, I think about that a lot because uh, my sister is actually an avid 16 and pregnant watcher. Like, she loves loves the whole thing. Um, but I think that a lot of it had to do with, you know, they, they were trying to, like, let teens know, like, the hardship that comes right. with having a baby that young. But what they forgot was, okay, now you have given these, you know, teen moms contracts to reality tv huge uh money stipends i'm sure and i don't know if that's actually true because i've never actually looked into what they get for it um but that's what teens see like i see teens all the time when i'm asking hey like what do you guys want to do after high school they're like oh i want to be a football player i want to be a youtuber they have all these aspirations of doing these big careers that they see all the time uh, and 16 and pregnant did that. They were like, oh man, maybe I can have a baby and I'll get a contract and be on TV. Right. And that's so, I mean, when later on in a couple more episodes, I start talking to actual comedians and we're talking about sex. And of course it veers off in the comedy world, but so few comedians actually ever get famous. So few anybody ever gets famous. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in direct sales and Uh, you know, I hear the thing all the time where people say it's a pyramid scheme and it's not, but so few people ever reach that level. And it's a combination of things. It's a combination of charisma and character and how hard you're willing to work. And there's always a little element of luck. Always. Mm -hmm. Right place, right time, right audience, right recruit. If you're in direct sales, there's always that tiny element of, I mean, I, it, it is luck, but it's energy or positivity or I, I don't know what it is. But I mean, I've been in for 14 years. I have a team of four people. I know people who have been in for, you know, five years and have million dollar teams. I am really good at what I do, but I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. But I also think the reason I'm missing that something is because God, didn't decide that's what I was going to sit and do. He wanted me to go out and do more than just sell a product. And that's how stand-up comedy sex ed actually started. Started as a comedy show. Um, yeah, a, a, com- a combination of a comedy show, a sex ed class, and an adult toy party. All wrapped up mm-hmm. in one fun show. And then when the universe shut everything down, I was like, okay, how do I keep my voice out there? And that's how yeah. that's where this came and that's where this started happening. So it's just like I gotta just you know, I used to get in trouble, I used to get spanked, I used to get grounded, I used to get detentions for talking. <laughs> and so I was just like, I'm just gonna parlay parlay that into a career. <laughs> right? I wish. Like, I mean like part of me, like my my dream job is to become a health teacher, child development teacher like working with populations of students to educate and really like flip the script of what sexual education looks like in schools. Right. Um, But that's a whole nother degree that I just, I have two kids. I'm not ready to work for another degree at this point. Right. Um, Our high school um, that, that I went to, pardon me, they had a, uh, it was called the grad program and it was for, teenagers this is well before mtv existed as far as the 16 and pregnant thing um but it was a program for 
very young girls who had found themselves pregnant. So instead of having to drop out of high school to go and do the other things that they had to do, they were, they had their own uh, space and they had daycare. So you could bring your kids in and, you know, do what you needed to do and then go take your classes and then come back and spend time with your kids. And part of the class, you know, was they got credit for child development classes where they Mm -hmm. could spend time with their kids. And um, one of my very good friends participated in that when she was in school and she, you know, had, she had her kid when she was 15 or 16. She was very young and, you know, her and her partner stayed together for a number of years. They had four more kids later on. They got divorced, but she got her base. She got her high school diploma. She got her parenting classes. She got what she needed and I still think that is that should be in the schools, along with heavy sexual health education, knowledge, talking, condoms. Like, it just needs to be there. Oh, 100%. Our, the, when I was in high school, um, there was a school that was, like, neighboring to us that had a similar program. And they had – it was a daycare in the school. And so – teachers that had kids could bring them in but also the spots were held specifically for teen moms that were at the school um and so their kids could come in and then they had a child development class and the child development class was actually the one running the center right so it was there was there was a center like her entire job was to like run it and then there was a child development teacher and so there was a class of you know 20 so kids that would rotate through during the day and they would actually you know practice those skills hands on um and it was such a successful program but you know one of the big things it doesn't exist anymore and it's because of funding like right. the funding went away for it and it just doesn't same they can't uh, uh, uphold those things especially because you know the teen moms they couldn't afford to put to pay for it the teachers paid for it, some of it but um you know how do you run a program that has no income right well i think it's the it, and then i hate that basically the pregnant girl is the one only one who loses anything mm-hmm Right? She's the one who has to drop out of school or reduce her time in school. She's the one who doesn't go to college because now she's got an infant and, you know, the young men are scot-free and they're just like, oh, well, that happened. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> oh, that is like of all, all the things teen pregnancy related, like that is my one like, oh my God, like why? Why do the guys get off scot-free? Right. There is zero accountability for those, for the guys that get the girl pregnant. And also like part of me is like, where the hell is their parent? Why is their parent not like teaching them to be a parent right. at this point? Like they're like, Oh, this is just a blip in my history. Like, or like it's a cool Facebook post of like, Hey, guess what? I'm a dad. My baby was born and that's it. Like they're right. there for the show and that's it. And the teen mom is stuck with the long nights and all of the glorious things that come along with motherhood. Right. The stretch marks. Yeah. The the sleepless nights, the sleepless nights, semi-depressed. Right. Missing uh, out on prom and, and all those other things. Kid attached to your tit all day long. Yeah. Like there's all those glorious things. And the, 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 the dad in quotations gets the Facebook post of, Hey, cool. I'm a dad. Right. I, I really just wish more people would pay attention. Um, I, I, I think I said this in probably the last three podcasts, but you know, if you don't, you know, you call somebody who doesn't talk to their kids about sex, grandparents, right? It's your, <laughs> stop pretending that your kids are not going to have sex. Stop acting like the, whole don't do it because I said so is ever going to be enough ever (laughs) my husband says that sometimes I'm like I'll talk about our daughter and I'll just be like yeah you know she's gonna like have sex one day and having conversations with him about how we're going to talk (laughs) to her about it and he's like oh no 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 she's not she's never having sex not until she's 35 and married and I was like 
okay, you keep thinking that because (laughs) she, that's not true. Right. You can think that all you want. She can be daddy's little princess for as long as you want, but (laughs) she will be having sex. I'm sorry. (laughs) Someday daddy's little princess will be on her knees. (laughs) That's (laughs) the way it goes. That pretty little crown still perched on her head. Exactly. Saying, spank me, daddy, spank me, daddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's the most horrible thing as a parent to think about your kids having sex. It's almost it as really bad as thinking is. about your parents about having sex. It's like, God, no. Yeah. Like, so my, my parents, uh, I was thinking about this today. Like, I honestly do not remember them ever having a sex talk with me ever like I think they just assumed I was 100% a goody two-shoes in high school like I never drank I never did drugs I was a straight A student so and that's I just why think you're they after ass- dark now <laughs> exactly I was like my inner freak is coming out now um I think they just and so I was thinking about it today because you know my mom and I have a really close relationship and I was so excited to come on this to do this podcast and I was like man but I don't think I can tell my mom this like I don't think she's gonna be okay with the fact that one I'm a part that I'm gonna be on a podcast about sex or the fact that I then have to explain what this after dark group thing is (laughs) or the fact that I you know have sex even though she knows I have sex because she has two grandchildren right um but I told her and she was like oh that's that's nice (laughs) And I was like, mom, I'm just so excited. And she goes, I can see that, but that's nice. Yeah. My parents don't listen to this one. Yeah, they're not. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I, I, I doubt, like, I'll be like, hey, mom, like, this is the episode. You can go listen to it. I, like, don't <laughs> think she will. I will let you know that you probably will get a spike in listeners for this, though, because I did tell my After Dark groups. I was like, hey, guys, remember that podcast I was telling you about? Like, I'm going to go on and talk about our group. And they were like, that's so cool. Yeah, it's uh, actually dropping at 6 a.m. tomorrow, so you can post it tomorrow. It'll be out there. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was just this, like, kind of whirlwind, and the way that my mom finally found out that I was having sex was I was in college, and I I had a boyfriend, and I had called my mom, and I was like, Mom, I'm, like, just so uncomfortable. Like, I don't, there's something going on down there. I don't know what it is, and I feel really weird having this conversation with you. And she goes, well, uh, your boyfriend was there this weekend. And I said, yeah. She goes, well, did you have sex with him? And I was like, (laughs) and she goes, okay, well, like, did you use a condom? And I was like, like, of course I did, mom. Of course I did. Like I didn't. And she goes, okay, well, did you check the condom? And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, was it latex? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, Caitlin, you're allergic to latex. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. I totally (laughs) forgot that. Oh, my God. Um, And so, yeah, that's how she found out that I was having sex was because I had an allergic reaction to the condoms that I was using. So do you have to get special condoms? And are they more expensive? Yes, they are. And so I use, uh, I think it's the uh, Skin, S-K-Y-N, that brand. Uh, makes a silicone condom. Okay. Um, and so we use, uh, I've used those and that was like the shining moment. So when I met my husband, um, we were friends like for a year before we started dating. And, you know, it was kind of like, it went from friends to like this, like, Ooh, friends are kind of like each other to oh friends with benefits before we started dating but like the shining moment was like the first time that we had sex I was like well do you have a condom and he goes yeah and I was like and he's like it's silicone and I was like oh my god you're the one because you remembered the fact that I'm allergic to latex and I can't use latex condoms that's Um, amazing yeah so it was like that moment of like oh my god you care like you care enough to remember that small detail like, not just to, like, use a condom because guys are dirtbags sometimes and won't mm-hmm. <laughs> refuse to use one. Um, 
but he remembered condoms and he remembered the fact that I was allergic to latex. I was like, oh my God, I just love you. And uh, obviously we've been together. We've, we'll be married five years in nice. January. So I was to say he's a keeper. <laughs> oh, 100%. Someone who remembers your condom preference. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> that's and just like all of this, this whole like new sexual journey that I'm a part of is like, Uh, a lot of like me gaining confidence in like what I want and uh, a lot of like sex with my husband but also with like previous to him was all about uh, performance again you've talked about this before like Mm -hmm. um, and it was never a not like a oh I didn't get off because I did Um, but it was always about like, okay, I need to do this or I am only having sex with you. Not because I necessarily want to, but because I want to make sure that you're happy. I want to make sure that you're satisfied. I was doing everything like for my partners. Um, and with my husband, that was, it was, uh, I've always been very like insecure with my body and the way that I look. And so like, having met this such wonderful man and like have him want to be with me and be married to me and create a family with me. I was just like, everything was for him. I was like, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that you are sexually satisfied. Um, and then after we had our son in April, I just was like, what? I don't, what, I don't, what is this about? And then, you know, I um, had some pretty bad postpartum depression and so started seeing a therapist. And one of the big things that came out of that was this whole issue of confidence and self self worth and um, really like growing in myself. And then I found these after dark groups and I was like, Oh man, like, man, I just had this like inner freak that needed to come out (laughs) and I'm like, oh, I'm confident now. So now I can talk to my husband and be like, hey, this is what I want. Let's do this. And I bet he like, finds that sexy as fuck. Oh my God. It's, I, whew, it's been amazing. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and so just like being able to like this past weekend, uh, it was his birthday and I planned, I was like, one of the activities we planned was we went to a local sex shop. Like we just went and I was like, let's go in. And I was like, you we're getting something. You you got a glass toy. (laughs) We got a glass toy. And because he, because again, he's like, he's very courteous. And he's like, well, what do you want? And I was like, well, this is what I really want. (laughs) I was like, this is what Raylene says we need. (laughs) And, um, and so we looked around some more and he's like, is that what you really want? I was like, yeah, it is. And he's like, okay, let's get that one. And um, so it's just been this like fun exploration and journey. And, and wait, and so two thumbs up. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Like if you don't have a glass toy, buy one. I really need an affiliate link right here. (laughs) You really do. You need, please visit this website to get a Because my regular company does not sell glass toys. And I know so, I went on and I looked and I was like, oh. and, but yeah, so this, uh, this store, um, and I don't even know if it like exists outside of Washington, um, but it's called castle and it's just, it's like, but they have an entire, like the entire center of the store is this display of glass toys. Mm. And I was just like, oh, they're all so, and if, if they're not like, they're not just like amazing to use. They're also beautiful. They really are. They're like art pieces. I wish I could just display mine on my like nightstand with a light on it. Like, oh, yes. It's just like, even in, in the after dark groups, like after we got it, we used it the first time I like immediately went, I was like, guys, if you don't have a glass toy, 100% go get one. Right. And so everyone is like, what is it? Like, what is it? And so I took a picture of it and I was like, this is the one that I got. And they were like, Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. And I was like, isn't it so pretty? It's like, it really are. It was almost an, it was more like an art piece almost. I'm like, it's an art piece and a sex toy. It's amazing. All right. So did you use it at room temperature or did you get it cold or warm? It was just room temp. 
See, that's the and thing, because bodies are 98.6, room temperatures maybe 72. That's a 20 degree well, difference. But yeah, and we're like, we're real cheap with our heat. So our house is probably more like 68. <laughs> um, and so it was definitely, I was like, oh, oh, that's cool. Oh my gosh, that feels good. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. But now try it with warm water, like warm to the touch for you, not hot. You don't want it to be hot, mm -hmm. um, but just warm. I'm telling you. It's, I know. It, I think that's going to be, it's a whole new we're going to be ex exploring all of these new things. Yeah. Love that. I love that me starting a silly little podcast gave you an orgasm. <laughs> right? That is what you set out to do. You're like my, exactly my goal in life for the past 14 years, your goal in life has to begin to be giving women orgasms. And you have successfully given yet another one an orgasm. Chick. I feel yeah, like when he, I get to heaven, I'm going to get like the biggest, I don't know, whatever God's going to give me, but he's going to be like, good job. Good job. He, he's going to be like, thank you for finding that pleasure spot that's on the outside of the body that I made so obvious, yet right. so many women and men can't find. You know, thank I was, you for educating. Yeah, that was, I was just thinking earlier i was today or yesterday i um i heard that song love child do you remember that from like the 60s love child never meant to be love child born in poverty oh yes, was, yes, yes, yes yes yeah and i rem and i remember thinking to myself when i heard that we don't say that anymore like the stigma of being a single mom or getting pregnant out of wedlock has has kind of faded for the most part um, it's just like, it is what it is. And so with every generation, we get closer to sexual equality where we can just say what we want and have it be okay. But somebody has to be leading that conversation or pushing that conversation. And it's, it's like, I tell like this, if you've ever been a waitress, the very first time you go up to the table and you say, hi, my name is Raylene. I'll be taking care of you today is terrifying and then after mm -hmm. the 10th or 12th or 14th time you do it you just don't even think about it anymore and that's kind of what talking about sex is like so the first time you go to your partner and you say you know i want to do this thing it's terrifying because it's something you've never done before but then once you get used to having a conversation with your partner then it's just it, it there is nothing standing between you and that partner and it's the same way oh. with talking to kids about sex yeah. Oh, 100%. Because I can say like, with this whole journey, like I said this earlier, like before a couple months ago, like I didn't talk to my husband about sex. Like our, our sex conversation was like, hey, let's have sex. And we would. And that was the extent of it. <laughs> um, and now it's like, hey, I really would like to be dominated in the bedroom. Can you please do that? Like, can you please like pull my hair? Hey, let's use this toy. Yes. Um, and it's like this whole, like, just, whew. and now it's like, after that first conversation of like, Hey, hon, I, I joined these groups and, you know, I'm like exploring these things and I think we should try this. Uh, to now it's like, Hey, let's go to the sex store and pick out some toys to use together. Um, I'm so excited for you. And I'm excited that he was participatory and he didn't, get threatened by it because so oh, no. many guys he, get threatened yeah he is like 100 percent like into this he's like yes like let's let's do this uh i don't know if have you ever heard of the app it's called spicer no so okay so it is a sex app for couples and uh, basically you like create this account and then your partner syncs with that account. And then similar to uh, the uh, sex watch that you were talking about, they saw on like Shark Tank where it's mm -hmm. like, hey, like your partner wants sex and then it lights up. This is similar, but it talks, it gives you questions of like, uh, introduce a third person into the relationship and you can click no, maybe, or yes. And <laughs> we it's, do, it's the you bartender. <laughs> If, if if you and your partner both say yes or you both say maybe 
it pops up on a screen of to-do list of things that you can do to spice up your sex life. Um, and so that's been one of the things that we have started doing. And it's funny because it's supposed to be like this anonymous thing where you like, don't see what the other person says until it pops up. Yes. Yes. Or maybe you want to do this, but my husband and I, like some of the things that pop up are super, super ridiculous. And so we'll turn to each other and be like, Oh my God. Like, what did you say? I was like, I said, no, like that's not happening. And he's like, yeah, me too. Yeah, this is weird. yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, um, that's what I said. Hold on, my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's a fun. It's just like this fun little app to just be like, hey, here's some new things to try. And like when things pop up as yes, you can click on it, and it gives you hints of how to do that. Um, nice. So like one of the ones that just popped up for us was uh, play naked twister. <laughs> that we both said yes to and so if you go into hints it was like uh make sure you have like ample space to do this and uh here's how you could go about doing this and so it's it's just a fun little app that again you know I learned about it from these after dark groups I would never want to do naked twister it would be right <laughs> right hand red left boob blue <laughs> There would be no way I could keep it that high up. <laughs> I'm interesting to see how it goes. I feel like it's going to be like two spins and we're going to be like, oh, right hand red, uh, left hand blue. Okay, we're done. Let's just have sex. Okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> like it's not even going to be a game at that point. It's just going to be like foreplay. All right. Well, just bring some oil and then turn that mat into like a little slip and slide. <laughs> Oh, exactly. See, I think that's, this is what, uh, our anniversary is coming up in January and we always like go out of town for it, but with COVID, I don't yep. know that we're really going to be going anywhere. Um, so I think that it's going to be a staycation where we send the kids to their grandparents' house. Um, nice. And so that's going to be, it's just going to be like, okay, what can we do in our living room with this? <laughs> I had um, a customer slash friend one time and she had purchased the sex wing you know the the, the thing that you mm -hmm. hang that um and she got rid of the kids and got all ready and then her husband was like yeah we're gonna do this in the basement and she's like what and she went downstairs and he had the sex wing screwed into the ceiling of the basement but then he had a huge tarp on the ground and she was like <laughs> what the fuck do you think is gonna happen <laughs> Like, like, even if I was a squirter, we wouldn't need a tarp for that. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, he gets points for just, like, planning it. He's like, we're going to have sex. We're going to make a mess. <laughs> I really want to know what he was thinking, though, with the tarp. Like, why did he really think that a tarp was necessary? We all want to know what he was thinking, but nobody wants to bring it up. <laughs> so what's the Man. coolest thing that you've learned in your after dark the coolest or the funniest or the most unique like what were you surprised mm. by that you learned I think the most I think the most surprising thing is the amount of people who are in like open marriages or that are um have ex have um like bisexual thoughts mm -hmm. or but they're married so it's like i don't know i just never i never question someone's sexuality once i've seen that they're married so it's like like that bisexual bisexuality never came into question because i'm like oh you're married to a man Right. But I don't know what your past is. So I don't know if you like went to both. But yeah, the number of like open marriages and just swingers. Yes. Not even like there are some swingers, but also just like a yeah, we all we we just each have a fuck buddy on the side. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like that's awesome. Somebody asked me one time what was the thing I was most surprised about learning when I started doing direct sales in the sex toy arena. And that was the first, that was the surprise for me is how many people were swingers and or in open relationships. 
I, I was just stunned by it. I had not a clue that all that was going on. And I'm like, cool, whatever works for you. But you know, then I, I know people who are, you know, married, they have a husband and then they also have a boyfriend and they all live together. I know, you know, polyamory people, yeah, people like I'm just, and, and there's like so many that I know now that I wonder how did I not ever know? Yeah, you're the epi- the episode you did about polyamory. I was just like, my mouth was like dropped the whole time because I was like, what? Like, I knew those things existed, but like, my thought about like polyamory or po- polygamy was always like, you know, sister wives. Right. Right. Like, these like glor not. I don't know if I would call it glorified, but like Hollywood types of polygamy um and so just like hearing that and then also being in these after dark groups where people are like oh yeah we have threesomes all the time and I'm like what yeah I didn't know that that was like a thing that like people just did all the time like I thought it was like one of those like I went to a bar we brought this chick home and we had a threesome and then we never talked about it again yeah it's it's like I have trouble sucking in my gut for one I'm not sucking it in for two (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just like like that part is really surprising to me. Um the just like the especially not so much with like the big groups I'm in, but the two small like mom-based groups. It's kind of like what I said in the beginning is that, you know, you think of when you're in like this mom group, you think like, "Oh, Susie homemaker, baking mm-hmm. baking cookies at home." Uh, plays with her kids uh, you never really think about what people do in the bedroom even though I do like I think about that all the time I'm like man like I wonder what you were like in bed because you <laughs> kind of are acting like you have a stick up your ass um, so in the bedroom do you like having one up your ass uh, is like thoughts that go through my head <laughs> um, but then you get to these after dark mom's groups and you're like oh you're a freak that's awesome like oh you got that toy um there's this toy um that has like made waves through our mom's group um is it the womanizer (laughs) no it's called tracy's dog Dog. it's the same thing (laughs) yeah and it it just like everybody is like oh my god tracy's dog and so like have you ever read the reviews on tracy's dog Oh yeah, that's how it started. Was that one viral, uh, the viral review of it? Yeah, is how it got started. It's hysterical, and it's just like I, I was having a. So I, my cousins and I all get together like once a month or so, and there's uh, six of us, and we're all girls. And the last time we got together, uh, one of us had just got one of them had just gotten married. And so we were talking about, like, of course, like, oh, how's married life and blah, 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 blah. And one of the things that we started talking about is one of my cousins goes, oh, my God, yeah, you guys, Caitlin is just a freak. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was talking about one time, like, she was visiting and I had asked her to get something from my room and she <laughs> found our box of sex toys. And she's like, oh, my God, she's such a freak and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's like two vibrators. Right. And a po- and a pocket pussy. Like it wasn't right. It wasn't like this extensive, like huge box of, you know, crazy whips and whips chains and balls and, and gags. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, we started talking about um <laughs> the one who had just got married, she was like, she didn't know that she had three holes. <laughs> and so <laughs> we were That's trying a to like common problem. Oh my gosh. And so it was just so funny because we're like, can you like, can you just go to the bathroom? Can you figure this out real quick? And she didn't, she's like, oh my God. But then we started talking about the sex toys again. And I read that viral review out loud because (laughs) I am that cousin. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about sex. Let's do this. And all of them were just like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I bet you all are going to go home and buy it, but you're not going to tell anybody because you think it's wrong, but it's not. I own one and it's great. Yeah, that's, that's hysterical. The three hole thing. 
again, sexual education. Right. Right. It like all some people back to like the people who think they pee from their clitoris. It, it, yes. It's like, um, it's three holes and a clitoris, and and you know, and I was just on a it, podcast with somebody today, and she says I wax vaginas. I said you wax vulvas. <laughs> ugh, I would not want to have my vagina waxed. That would not be comfortable. How are you getting all in there with like that would be like when a guy like waxes his nostril holes. oh god that would be uncomfortable right Um, and i just thought it was funny because like i i was like serious i i think she was probably joking around because obvious like i know her but mm -hmm. like no you you wax vulvas or like when that meme goes around in this summertime this is call me old-fashioned but i think your vagina should your short should be longer than your vagina and i'm like you mean your labia (laughs) (laughs) Because my hole is not hanging out the bottom of my shorts. <laughs> and if it is, you should probably see a doctor. Yeah, that's something. Um, that's called a prolapse, and that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem you need to have it put back. Exactly. Did you know, like, and this is completely off topic, but did you know the main reason we stopped wearing um, corsets is because it was pushing women's innards out their vaginas? I did not know that. That's pretty, like... Yeah. They they had a, a vaginal slings and stuff long before, you know, like, we use them now for random stuff, but the corsets would be so tight, it would push women's innards together and down. And so the reason a lot of guys... Well, men don't need a reason to have an affair, but... And there are a lot of reason women would pass out is because they couldn't breathe, because they couldn't get a mm-hmm. deep enough breath. But also... It was very uncomfortable to have sex because their innards were falling out of their vaginas. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's Women like, have that's gone through a fact. lot. <laughs> right? All for the sake of man. Yeah. All for the sake of fuck that I can do it myself. Right? <laughs> I think that's another like huge thing that like from this like podcast in general is like the whole I really love your saying toys, not boys. <laughs> I like will definitely 100% start saying that to like, if I have students, I'm like, guys, just, just, just don't boys, not worth it. All the things that could happen, not worth it. Just use a toy. Toys, not boys. Um, yes. And so like, make yourself that a little is, like, promise. <laughs> yes. That, um, the whole, like, normalizing masturbation is and particularly for women right because I think like for like high school boys like they're like oh they're just taking extra long in the shower right and no one ever talks about why or no one questions like oh my god why is he doing that but the second you say oh yeah I'm gonna go rub one out in my bedroom and it's a woman saying it they're (laughs) like oh my god you're not a lady Mm-hmm. Like no, I am. I'm just. A I am a lady. I'm doing it in the bedroom. I'm doing it in the bedroom, not in front of you. There's the difference. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big exactly. fan of masturbating. Seriously. Yeah. I can't. Oh, one hundred percent agree with me. that. Okay. Do you have any funny sex stories? Um, uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, I have one that is. It was when I was in college, had this, um, this guy, I didn't really know him, um, and drunk and sex was like beginning stages of like me having sex. I hadn't had sex very many times. And at one point, for some reason, he sat up really quick and hit my two front teeth with his forehead. And so the next thing you know. I'm like in pain because I'm pretty sure he knocked my tooth loose. And then I look down and his forehead is bleeding <laughs> because I had cut it open. And so we had to stop what we were doing. And I like was living with roommates at the time. And I like, I did go knock. Hey, like, do you have a bandaid? And she was like, my roommate was like, why do you need a bandaid? And I was like, well, you see, this is what happened. And she is like, is hysterical laughing at me. And I'm like, it's, it is what it is. Needless to say, that ended the night. Like, it wasn't. But, yeah, that was not. Uh, yeah, kind of. That was. 
not feel that sexy after that. No, definitely not. And it was definitely a think of like, I mean, there was definitely like a good couple of weeks where I'm like, I don't know if my tooth is going to fall. Like it's fairly loose right now. Um, yeah, it didn't though, thankfully. That's a good thing about teeth. Usually if you leave them alone, they'll solid back up again. All right. Yeah, What's your so favorite position? Was... Ooh. Um, I think definitely doggy style. I think Florida that's probably dog. my favorite. I think it's every woman's favorite. I think it, yeah, it's just like that it's one. It's easier to hit the G spot in doggy style. Yeah. It's that, um, yeah. That, but then I think like my go to is always like missionary. Right. Which it's, it's just like, I mean, like it gets such a bad rap, but man, if it's done right, it's great. Right. I, I mean, those are the, the two main ones for a reason. Missionary, it's just like when I'm feeling bore, boring and I just want an orgasm and I don't want to have to work that hard or sweat. But then if he does the flip over, then I'm like, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100% agree with that. All right. And I was, the question is favorite toy, but now we know it's the glass one or Tracy's dog, one of those yeah. two. I know. I think it's right now. It's definitely the glass one. The glass one was that was great. <laughs> it never goes bad I have, either. I have, I have never used. I haven't used the glass one solo yet, though. So I would say, like, right now, it's I've got two categories. I was like, with a partner, the glass one. Yeah. Solo is uh, Tracy's dog right now, but I mean, who knows? It could be glass. I have only once in my entire life used a sex toy by myself. And really? I threw my back out. So. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it, I mean, it must have been real good if that's what it was. Happened. It was real, real good. Uh, but I was, <laughs> it's actually, I talk about it in my comedy show. It's, uh, I was standing up in the shower with the toy because, you know, if you're a mom and you're using a toy, you have to do it in the shower because obviously your kids mm -hmm. don't hear you a bar stand. And I uh, put the toy where the toy went. And within seconds, like it hit something that my body had never had touched before. And I started to orgasm so hard that I went, Whoa! and then when I did that, I threw my back out. <laughs> and so then I went back and forth between, oh God, and ow, oh God, ow, yeah. oh God, ow, because not the good type stop. of oh God. Well, it was both. <laughs> Like the orgasm did not stop because the toy was still hitting the spot. And if I had been with a partner, a partner would have been like, babe, you okay? But this Duracell fucking bitch did not care and just kept hitting whatever spot it was hitting. And the back spasm was not stopping. And when it all ended, I was on the floor of my shower sobbing, but also laughing and also having that little after orgasm shiver thing that goes yeah. on. And like, I was just like, Ugh. if I had recorded this, I'd be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> <It would've been. laughs> so now I just tell the story. On this awkwardly. episode of. Yeah. And that's say, the, on this episode it's of the sex one sent me to the ER. Right. Exactly. I didn't go to the ER though. I did get on a flight. <laughs> the next morning. Yes, I had That's a, what you should do. Yeah. I, I, the next morning I left. I had to go somewhere. It was a bad, it was one of my really bad, bad, bad back spasms. And um, I took a Percocet before I went to sleep. And then I took a Valium before I drove to the airport. And then as soon as I got to the airport, I started drinking. And this was like AirTran. And you know, at AirTran, you could upgrade to first class for like $49. So I did. And mm -hmm. I drank seven vodka sodas between Boston and Atlanta. Oh my God. Not that long of a flight. And no. I got off. And I actually didn't know the person who was picking me up. It was um, a friend of mine's husband. I'd only met him like once or twice. And uh, I, the, the person that was sitting next to me in first class, who, of course, we bonded, uh, was like, you know, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, you know, is your person picking you up here? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, I'm over here. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm safe. I went there. It was awful. It took four days for that spasm to end. And the flight was miserable. Ugh. It was awful. So that was it. I've never done that to myself again. I just let my husband do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, one time. I can oh, even tell you the man. name of it. It was called The Wild Hair. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was why, purple. Why do all of these sex toys have such weird names? Well, I can tell you back when I first started selling, there's a reason that most of them have faces on them. Like back in the day, they used to, that all of the toys had a face or it had a rabbit or it had a something mm-hmm. because in some countries, sex toys are illegal. So they are imported in as dolls. Oh. And so they would have a face. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's, that's old school though. Because nowadays, yeah. most of them don't. So I think that either we get it from a different supplier now that doesn't also ship to other places or um that rule has changed in some places but that's what i was told when we started interesting yeah that's interesting learn something new every day yeah i learned a lot of stuff when i first started uh doing the direct sales because i just i i I knew nothing i had no toys (laughs) no lubes no heighteners no cleaners no lingerie no nothing i also had to my husband's credit no complaints but (laughs) i didn't know anything when i started nada so, but I know a lot now. Hey, that's good. Now you can preach that education to everybody exactly. and let them know. So where can, I'm, I'm guessing because you're a teacher, you don't really want people follow, finding you or following you on your social media. <laughs> Probably not. No. But what are some of your favorite after dark groups that people can join? Um, oh, what's yours? Oh, so mine is exclusively for our mom's group. So it's just like our little one. Um, But like my best advice is like, if you have a Facebook group that you truly enjoy being a part of, um, ask in the group if there is an after dark version. And if there's not start one, Um, because the likelihood that people want to join is super high. Um, I'm just thinking it's like Beanie Babies after dark. (laughs) Oh, I mean, like, Nugget is a couch. Like, Nugget After Dark, like, I would never have expected that. Um, So, yeah, just, like, really think about um, the groups you're a part of and looking into the After Dark scene that they provide. Um, And if there isn't one you like, make one. Because, like, I mean, if you build it, they will come. Literally, after every (laughs) orgasm that you give them. All right, well, no, I didn't find one that's for Beanie Babies After Dark, but there is one called Puppets After Dark. (laughs) (laughs) See, I mean, there's a niche for everything. Like, everybody (laughs) has their thing. Um, I swear to God, I'm going to just sit and Google weird shit all night, like Cabbage Patch Dolls After Dark. Like, I'm going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been some, like, I've joined one that was just like a general after dark one. And it was 100% a bunch of like thirsty men just looking for nudes. And I was like, after a while I was like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this anymore because there's no actual like conversation happening. It's just right. you guys like, Hey, it's titty Tuesday. Show them <laughs> off. Yeah, fuck and off. Wanting women to post pictures of their boobs for them. Well, um, I mean, you could have so gotten yeah. back and said, hey, we need testicle Tuesdays. <laughs> but I don't want those pictures. I don't I'm either. Sure many, of, many of them would have. They uh, would. Did, have you ever seen the, what is it, the um, balls over sunset or something like that? No. There's, there's a, I, I don't know what kind of group it is, but it's guys who go to places where there's a sunset drop their drawers and take a picture of the sunset through their legs with their balls in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, there's a niche for everything. There's and people that really like balls over sunset. Uh, probably a bunch of other guys. Cause I promise you, men, women don't want that photo. <laughs> oh, we don't, we do not want to see that at all. I only want to see it if it's on its way to giving me an orgasm in person. Well, even that I don't really want to see it. <laughs> That's true. But it's, it's a much more likely scenario of me wanting right. to see it at that point. Exactly. Than via my phone. That's been unsolicited. 
but you know someone out there is gonna look it up they're gonna look like balls and sunsets and see what happens oh yeah someone listening to this is gonna be like that's a thing that's a thing and then they're gonna go into that deep rabbit hole and they'll be like oh my god the things i have seen now <laughs> exactly Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at standupcomedysexed, standupcomedysexed.com, raylenetaskoski.com, and I've set up a Facebook group, 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 I just made that up, Facebook group, just for this podcast, so you can participate in polls, ask questions, and politely share an alternate point of view, and you can ask me to cover a subject, and, or a subject that you want to cover, like Caitlin did. Um, let us and know you might you get tricked into coming on the con might, onto the might, podcast. You might get tricked in. Um, so let us uh, let yeah let us know what you think of the episode. So search Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast on Facebook. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and if you leave me a comment and it's funny, I will read it on the podcast. So um, thank you so much for enlightening me about after dark Facebook groups. That was Absolutely. super cool. Uh, and um, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have fun looking up all those after dark groups now. <laughs> I know I am. I'm going to post so many of them now. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.